0: Can please uh, share that link, share that video, uh, the video link that's there. They'll be able to link to that and go to the site to share that on your page, if you would, please. Amen. Again, the book of John chapter seven, uh, verse, uh, I'm going to start reading in verse 37. It says, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. I'm going to read verse 38 one more time. It says, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, Out of his heart, some scriptures, uh, we we know this verse, it says out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. Amen. Rivers of living water. One more passage of scripture this morning, John chapter 16. John chapter 16, verse 13. Just one verse here. John chapter 16, verse 13. And it reads, however, when he, the spirit of truth, has come He will, watch this, guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. Amen. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things things to come. Amen. If you'll give me your attention this morning, I'd like to share with you from the subject, let the water flow. Amen. Let the water flow. Let the spirit have control. Let the water flow. Amen. Amen. Holy spirit. We thank you. You are the teacher. As we've said, you are the one who leads us and guides us into all truth. Have your way today. Make your, your word plain to us today. Move me out of the way so you can have your way in Jesus name. We pray. Amen and amen. All right. Let the water flow. Amen. Let me get situated here. Let the water flow. Let the spirit have control. Amen. One of the places that I really want to visit one day is the Grand Canyon. Amen. The Grand Canyon is one of the great wonders of the natural world. Amen. It's, you can look at it, and it's got these layered bands of colored rock and And I didn't realize that those layered bands, they tell a story. They tell the geological history of the Grand Canyon, amen. Now, scientists will agree that the canyon was created by flowing water. All the scientific community agrees that that canyon, the Grand Canyon, was created by flowing water. Where they have a little bit of a difference is that evolutionists believe that it was carved out slowly over millions of years by the Colorado River. But there are several... Issues with their theories. Many of many of the geological aspects of a a slowly formed canyon like that are just missing from the Grand Canyon. If the, if it was formed by water, then there should be a large delta with all of the water and the excuse me all of the rock and the sediment and everything should flow to the end of the canyon, but it's not there. It's not there. Um, they, they should have smooth slopes instead of these sharp cliff edges that the Grand Canyon. Canyon has, but those smooth edges aren't there. Amen. Now, creation scientists, uh, they believe that uh, the Grand Canyon was etched out by rapidly uh, receding water following the flood in Genesis. That as the water covered the highest mountains of the earth, returned to the deep over 150 days, that rapid flow. Imagine that, water enough to cover Mount Everest amen, receded over 150 days. That's a rapid flow. And they believe that that rapid flow of water going back into the depths was partly what what, uh, formed the Grand Canyon. The the, the geological record speaks to that, amen. So what we see here is that God used water, flowing water, to make a masterpiece. And that masterpiece attracts 5.9 million visitors every year to see its unparalleled Panoramic beauty. Amen. Flowing water changes wherever it flows. Amen. We're we're talking about let the water flow today. Amen. In Ezekiel chapter 47, we see also a river that the Lord speaks about flowing water that would come from the sanctuary of the temple. We see in Ezekiel chapter 47, verse 8. Uh, the, the, the angel was talking to Ezekiel and he said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region, goes down into the valley and it enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. So this healing water brought, brought uh, excuse me, this living water, this flowing water brought healing. Look at verse nine, it says it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the rivers go will live. The flowing water brings life, says there will be a great multitude of fish because these waters go there for they will be healed. Everything will live wherever the water goes. Amen. The Lord brings life and healing to places where the water flows. Amen. Change happens. Amen. we understand that uh, for Ezekiel, he understood that it wasn't just the shallow waters that caused change. It was the deep water. You know, he went out and it was ankle deep, then it was knee deep, and then it was waist deep. And then verse 5 tells us that it was a a river that could not be crossed. Waters to swim in. Amen. Family, the Lord wants to take us into deeper waters. Amen. He, He told us he's preparing us for revival. He said revival is here and we are to position ourselves, what, For a downpour. That's right. Amen. Position ourselves for a downpour. He wants us to be saturated. He's trying to take us into deep waters. And we we talked about this a little bit on Wednesday. Well, the Lord has as as he's spoken to us, he's told us it's time to be saturated. That is, he's preparing for revival. And we understand the revival is an outpouring of the spirit from the heavens. Amen. And our God sovereignly outpours his spirit, his Holy Spirit On the earth. Amen. But what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to become saturated with the spirit so we can position ourselves for the outpouring. Amen. We use this. uh, We use the the Lord used, uh, I should say, uh, the story in Genesis about the flood Uh, in Genesis chapter seven, verse 11. Let's look at this real quick. Just kind of remind you of this. Genesis chapter seven, verse 11. Says in the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, that on that day, watch this, all of the fountains. Of the great deep were broken up and the windows of heaven were open. So when the flood happened, it wasn't just waters from above that came down, but there was waters from below. And what God is saying is that as I'm preparing to pour out my spirit, I need you to be saturated on the ground. Amen. It's not just waters coming from the sky. No, we've got to be positioned. We've got to be ready for the downpour that's coming. Amen. As we're wet, we're going to meet the waters that's coming from above. Amen. So what we're doing is we're spending time with God. We're spending time in worship. We're spending time in fasting. We're spending time in prayer, amen, to prepare our hearts in the spirit, amen, the water from the deep, that is, to position ourselves to meet the spirit of the Lord that he's going to pour from the heavens, amen. Positioning yourselves involves activity, amen, it does involve activity. We talked about, again, worship, fasting, and prayer, but most importantly, positioning ourselves for a downpour involves a change in our disposition. That means the attitude of our heart, which leads to change behavior. Amen. If we're going to position ourselves and let the water flow, we've got to be open to change. Remember, flowing water changes the things where it flows into. Remember, we're talking about the Grand Canyon where this water that was sitting Amen. It began to flow and it produced a great change. Amen. Jesus said in John 7, 38 that I read earlier, it says, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Amen. God is moving in our hearts. Hallelujah. And what he's doing is he's preparing us as vessels for a divine encounter. Amen. He is purifying us. He's setting us aside for the master's use. Amen. He's preparing us to receive. Jesus said you can't put new wine in old wineskins. Amen. You've got to have new wineskins to be able to receive fresh wine. Amen. God is preparing us to receive. And I'm encouraging you today to be open to change. Let the water flow. Amen. As we spend time with the Lord, he is helping us to change we become more like him in our action and our attitudes. Amen. We begin to reflect his glory. And some of us may have some stubborn things in our lives. Amen. Some of us, we have some stubborn things in our lives, things that seem like no matter what we do, it just seems like they just don't want to leave. They just don't want to go anywhere. Amen. Things we've tried to change for years. Amen. Things that we've said, it's just too difficult. It's too entrenched, old habits, uh, could be fear, identity issues, low self esteem, poverty mentalities, other things that we've resigned to just say, well, this is just who I am. It's just a part of, of, of my makeup. Amen. But here's the good news when the Holy Spirit begins to flow in us, He's like the spirit. Waters that created the Grand Canyon, Amen. He's able to carve out rocks and stubborn things. Amen. He he can dislodge the sediment of our former lives and make the way for something beautiful. Amen. There is hope in the river, there is freedom in the flowing of the water. Amen. There's change that's available if we will avail ourselves to him. Amen. See, some issues in our lives can be kind of stubborn, like, like trees that have deep roots. Amen. You ever you ever seen somebody try to pull up uh, the roots of a tree like they cut the tree down? You got this big stump, and they have to call people that are a stump removal service. Amen. And they they'll wrap it with chains and they've got a truck trying to drag this thing out. I mean, it's, it's difficult. You can bring all kinds of tools to attempt to remove this thing. But it's so entrenched. It's so deeply rooted. Amen. That, that all the king's horses and all the king's men can't get this stump to come out of the ground. Amen. But you'll notice. When storms take place, that some trees will be uprooted. Well, what happens, of course, the, the wind is blowing and the tree just sways in the wind. But once the root system gets super saturated, once you get saturated with water, it begins to wash out and loose. It's hold on the ground. and What was impossible with the tools of man become possible with water and with wind. Amen. The Holy Spirit wants us to become so saturated that then he can bring the wind and blow on our lives like a mighty rushing wind and uproot those deep rooted issues in our lives. Amen. But he needs us to be saturated. He needs us to spend time with him to soak in the presence of the Lord. Amen. So that those old ways will be easier and less traumatic when they need to be removed amen and then once he removes those things then he begins to plant new trees amen he begins to plant good things in us wherever the river flows as we read in ezekiel on either side of the banks of the river the bible says that there were trees on either side That fruit was used for food and its leaves were used for medicine i mean the god is planting he wants to plant new things in our lives but he's got to get rid of the old things First, amen. You have to let him change some things in you because wherever the spirit flows, when the spirit flows, amen, he brings change. Let the water flow, amen. Let the Holy Spirit have control, amen. Conversely, now, if you if you don't allow him to flow, if you're not spending time soaking in the presence of the Lord and being saturated, there won't be any change. Amen. Anybody can change for a little while. Anybody can do something different. We've all been able to, to stop eating for lab work or for a procedure or something like that. We, we can stop doing this or that for a time, but real lasting change requires a change in the heart. It requires a deep change. Amen. And that is a work or a byproduct, as I like to say, of the Holy Spirit. I use the word byproduct a lot when I'm talking about the Holy Spirit because his presence Causes things to happen. Amen. We remember we talked about in John chapter 15. We talked about, you know, Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches Said, apart from me. You can do nothing because when we're connected to the vine, we should see the byproducts of life in the vine. It's just things just happen. Remember, we talked about the fruit of the spirit. Amen. When we're connected, we should see the evidence of his presence. Family change is an evidence of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As Jesus explained being born in the Spirit to Nicodemus in John chapter 3, he said this, he said, The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but can't tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. What he was saying here is that I can see the wind, or excuse me, I can't see the wind. You can't see the wind, but you can see the trees moving. Amen. We can't see the spirit of God, but we should be able to see the effects of the spirit of God in our lives. Amen. And I get it. There's some stubborn things, what we talked about, but he can do it. Amen. There are some seemingly impossible things, but God can do it. Change happens when the water flows. But if there's no change taking place in our lives, Sometimes it's because, one, that the Holy Spirit is not there. He's not, he's not you're not allowing him to move and to do anything. And then other times, it's because we don't want to change. If we're just going to be honest this morning, sometimes there's some things we don't want to change. Amen? And I'm asking you today to let the water flow. Amen? Let the Holy Spirit have control. God is not going to override our willpower. He's not going to do it. Amen? He's not going to make us do anything. We have to yield To the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have to stay humbly submitted to his lordship and his leadership. Amen. And when we do, then he helps us to become who God created us to be. When we don't, we stay the same. Amen. If you're dealing with the same stuff all the time, I have to question if the Holy Spirit is flowing in your life. If you're allowing the water to flow and letting him have his way. Amen. If you're no different than you were last year and I would even venture to say if you haven't changed during this time of pandemic, I have a question whether you are allowing the Holy Spirit to to operate and to flow in your lives, amen? Because wherever the water flows, it brings change, amen? I remember when my son was little, I'm not gonna tell you which one it was, amen? When my son was little, uh, we used to send him to take a shower, Right, and sometimes they would go up there and they come back, and you couldn't tell if there was a change, amen. You you went up there, the water was running, you might have even been singing in the shower, but you don't feel wet and you don't smell like soap, go back, amen. Go back because why? When the water flows, there should be a change, amen. I don't know what it is about little boys not wanting to take showers, amen. Now they use too much water. Glory to God. Go to college, amen. But when we what we notice is that when we're in the water, Amen. We experience change. There should be something different. There should be a a, a different fragrance on us. Glory to God. That when we come out of the presence of the Lord, there should be a change. Amen. I'm not just talking about spiritual activity. Okay, I'm not just talking about spiritual activities. Because sometimes, amen, when we're when we're going into worship, we're, we're allowing the water to run, but we're not getting wet. Amen. When we when we go into worship, we should avail ourselves to change. Amen. We should we should show some side. Amen. Some love, some p- joy, some peace, some long suffering. Amen. Some kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Amen. a gentleness, self-control. We should see some signs, a softer heart. Amen. A changed attitude, kinder words. How about some silence sometimes? Amen. Some truth, some understanding. You should see some change. When we're spending time with the Lord and allowing that water, that fountain to flow like He wants to flow, Amen. Sometimes, Amen. We have to, we have to check it because we've got the spiritual shower uh, going, Amen. But we're standing outside the shower, Amen. We've got the music playing, but no change. We've got our Bibles open, but we're not opening our hearts to it, Amen. If we're Christians and we're and we're supposed to be controlled by the Holy Spirit, but I can't treat other people with common decency. There's something missing, amen? If I, if I can't treat my husband or my wife with common decency, if I can't speak kind words to my spouse, there's something wrong, amen? There's something missing. If I can't treat other people on my job with dignity and respect regardless of their, their past, their situation, their present, their political beliefs, I've got, always got an issue with them and I can't be peaceable with them. There's something missing on the inside, amen? If we can't agree to disagree, But I'm saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. I got some questions if I'm not seeing change in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Because flowing water produces change. You've got to let the water flow. Amen. Let the spirit have control. Amen. Now now you have to understand, first of all, it's a work of the Holy Spirit. But it also takes effort on our part. Amen. First, we have to have an effort to be with him. And then we have to avail ourselves to change. God is the one who does the heavy lifting. Amen. He is the one that comes and gets that root of bitterness out of our heart. He is the one that allows the water to flow and roots up those deep things. But I've got to make a decision. I've got to employ uh, change in my life. I've got to do different. Amen. And this is how he does it. Let's go to John chapter 16, verse 13. John chapter 16, verse 13. Amen. I've got to decide to do differently. And this is how... He helps us out here. It says, however, when He, the Spirit of Truth, has come, watch this. He will guide you into all truth. When I spend time with the Lord, the Holy Spirit comes and He will guide me into all truth. Amen. He guides us. This this term guides us. This word guides us means He takes us deeper into places where we have not known or places we're not familiar, amen? He's a teacher, he's a leader, amen? Uh, when we travel to different cities, we, we go on vacation, we like to use those the, the the buses, the city tour buses, amen? Some of them are called hop-on, hop-off tours, or city tours, or whatever it is, but we always manage to find those uh, because it's gonna do a couple things. One, it's great for transportation, amen? We can go from place to place, it's got many different stops, but one of the best things about it is that you get a guide, You can just ride the bus and there will be somebody on the bus that's telling you all about the history, the things behind what you see and what you're looking at. Amen. He knows the best places to go to watch this to enhance your experience of unfamiliar places. That's what a guide comes to do. And the Holy Spirit is our guide to experience truth. He wants to take us deeper as we avail ourselves to his presence. He wants to take us deeper. And he does that by, again, helping us to experience truth. What is truth? John chapter 17, verse 17 says, Jesus said, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. So what the Holy Spirit does is he comes and he makes plain the word of God. He, re- he, he reveals the word of God to us and about us. Amen. To help us to experience change on a level that we would never experience by ourselves. Amen. He doesn't want us on the outside looking in. He wants us to experience truth as he flows in us. Amen. As the water flows, He gives us opportunities to change. Amen. He, he teaches us the Word. He speaks the Word to us. Amen. He will experience the Word and will be transformed if we allow Him. Amen. Family, I need you to understand the Holy Spirit knows how to address the root of what's going on in your heart. He knows how to get to it. He knows how to show us the source of it. Amen. I'm just kind of mentoring this morning on the Holy Spirit because as we spend time with him, we have to avail ourselves, open up our hearts and allow him to change us. Amen. He will speak to us about things that need to, to, to be different. Amen. He'll show us things, some things that need to be discarded, some things we need to keep, some things we need to crucify. Amen. He'll expose lies that we've believed all of our lives about us. He'll expose things and show us where things came from. And we don't understand, well, why do I always do this? And why do I always act that way? You know, he will show us where those things come from if we spend time with him. Amen. Again, I'm saying we have to spend time with him. We have to let the water flow. Sometimes, family, we're, we're talking too much. Sometimes we're saying too much. Sometimes we're, we've got our prayer list and we're going through it. I'm not saying prayer is a bad thing by any means, but sometimes we need to just sit and soak. Hey, Amen. You ever you ever had a really good bath? You know, you just wanted to sit and and soak in the tub. You got the water just right. And maybe you lit a candle or something like that, and you just want to sit. There. I don't want any noise. I don't want to be bothered. I just want to sit. And soak, Family, sometimes that's what we need to do in the Holy Ghost. We need to come into the presence of the Lord and we just need to sit and we just need to soak and allow him to minister to us, allow him to speak to us again. And he'll begin to show us things. He'll begin to tell us things and watch this. It's not all bad. Amen. It's not all bad. Sometimes he show us the things that he loves, the things that he wants us to continue in, the things that he wants to see more of in our lives. Amen. And he's always, if he tells us that he wants us to change something, he's always willing to walk us through the change. Why? Because he guides us, watches into the truth. He takes us into the truth. He doesn't just show it to us and point it out and say, now go do that. No, he goes with us. He's a guide. He comes alongside of us to help us to struggle against the things that are opposite from us. Amen. He comes and he guides us into truth. Hallelujah. He helps us not to fool ourselves by thinking we're changing when we're not. Amen. I, I, I don't know about you. I need that. Amen. I don't know why. Whenever, whenever sometimes we eat, uh, we diet, we exercise, amen, for a week and we're consistent. We feel like we can just go back to eating whatever we want to. Amen. You know, we hop on the scale after a week of losing weight and I, I've gained what I lost back and then, then some more on top of it. And I would like to fool myself and say, well, I'm working out. So that must be muscle. No, it's them hamburgers. It's them fries you've been eating. Amen. That's what it is. Amen. It's the junk because you, you, you thought you were doing better than you were. Amen. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and show you truth, show you the truth about who you are in him. Show you the truth about what the word says about you and how you can apply the word to your life to change. Amen. God wants change. Real change takes consistency. It takes effort. Amen. Focus on the right goals. Family, sometimes we just have to get up and do something different. And the Holy Spirit will help us to do something different. Amen. But but you, you have to put in the word. You have to actually go and obey the word. You have to employ the word of God. You have to meditate in the word of God. That's why David said, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. I hide the word. And when I put the word in, it shows up in my actions. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. And he, he says, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. God will teach us the truth, how to apply it to our lives. And it shows up. Amen. And our actions, but we still have to get up and do something different. We still have to get up and make change. Amen. You know, Felice and I we are in the emptiness stage of our life. Amen. Glory to God. I don't know what it's like anymore to have to get up in the middle of the night and change a baby because the baby's crying. Amen. I, we're, we're past that stage. Even I think when we babysit, we probably won't keep the babies overnight. Amen. We just go, we're gonna we're going to send them back before it's time to go to bed. Amen. That's what we'll do. But last night, I was lying in my bed. I mean, I was in deep, good sleep. You ever been in deep, good sleep? Hey, man, I'm dreaming about this. I don't even remember what I was dreaming about. And my eyes popped open about 1.30 in the morning. And, and I didn't realize what woke me up until a few minutes later. And I hear this beep. And I'm like, I can't believe it. The battery in the smoke alarm right outside my room is going off. The battery is dying. And it's asking to be changed. Amen. I wanted to roll over and go back to sleep. But beep. Amen. and I realized it was going to continue to cry out until I got up and made a change. Amen. Family, sometimes there are some things in our lives that will continue to cry out until we get up and make change a change, amen, I had to go out to the garage, I had to grab the ladder, I had to climb that ladder and change the battery, amen, and then I could rest and go back to sleep. Family, there's some things in your life that will continue to nag you. God will allow it to continue to nag you until you get up and make the change that's necessary to make, amen. And family, again, changing takes spending time with God. It takes being consistent in seeking him and a desire to be more like him. Amen. We, we will change our hearts to look like his when we allow the Holy Spirit to flow. Don't resist him. Don't resist him when he's calling you to worship. Don't resist him when, when you're in his presence and it's quiet he begins to speak to you. Don't don't shut him out. Don't shut him out, because sometimes, family, there's some things that are uncomfortable for us to hear, but he's trying to take us to a different place. He's trying to change some things in us so he can do what he wants to do in our lives. He's trying to position us to experience more of him. Amen. Let the river flow. The river of God can remove the stony heart and give us hearts of flesh. Let the river flow. Amen. Let the water flow. It saturates the banks of our lives and produces trees of righteousness in us. Amen. Let the water flow and saturate the ground and change us so we can experience revival. Amen. In closing, D.L. Moody was speaking to a very large audience. D.L. Moody, famous preacher, was speaking to a large audience, and he held up a glass and he asked, "How can I get the air out of this glass?" And one man shouted, "Well, suck it out with a with a with a pump, you know." And, and somebody said, "Put a vacuum on it," and said, "Well, that would create a vacuum in the glass and shatter the glass." And after numerous other suggestions. Dio Moody smiled and he picked up the glass and, and a pitcher of water and he filled the glass. There, he said, all the air is now removed. And he went on to explain that victory in the Christian life is not accomplished by sucking out a sin here and there. No, it's accomplished by being filled with the Holy Spirit, by letting the water flow and filling us to overflowing. Amen. Let the water flow. Let the Holy Spirit have control, amen. Let him minister to you. Let him speak to you about what's going on in your life, amen. Don't get so caught up in spiritual activities. You know, yes, we're worshiping, we're fasting, we're praying, but let him change you, amen. Let's let him change us so we can experience all that he has for us, amen, as we look more like him. Come on, let's pray this morning. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your...